This is Hunter Hall, and this is the First Deal Show. Welcome to the First Deal Show with your host, Caroline with a K. On this show, we're talking about investors' first investment property. Join me for a trip down memory lane as we hear the good, bad, and ugly of that first deal. your host here, Carolyn with a K, and I have a very special guest, Hunter Hall, um, who is a real estate investor and land negotiator. And we were kind of chatting about that because I've never heard that title before. So thanks so much, Hunter, for coming on the show. And I'm super excited to have you and to get to know you through your first investment property. So as always, we start the show off with the Kiss Me segment, and you're going to educate us a little bit on you yourself by asking you some kind of off the shoot, off the cuff questions. The first question is, what was the first album that you purchased? The first album, uh, gosh, musical album. I can't even remember like which one I purchased, but it's like the first album comes to mind for me. Um, probably would be uh, the the live John Mayer album from Nokia Theater. That was probably like my first full album that I was just like amped about. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I love John Mayer. Song Vultures. It's real mm, good. Yeah. Um, cool. And then what was the biggest challenge that held you back from investing in real estate? Um, honestly, I think um, obviously there's a little, there was a little bit of financial hurdle in the beginning, but I think the biggest thing was mindset. Um, just we came to a point on our first deal where, like if I didn't take a jump on that deal, I was never going to take a jump ever. And um, cause it was, I, I, I think there could have been a better residential deal. Right. But that's kind of what I told myself was, Hey, if I don't jump in on this one, like what's it really going to take, you know? Um, and so I would say mindset would be the biggest thing. Wow. Awesome. Cause I'm super big on the mindset stuff. Okay. And then, what is something new that you learned or did during the pandemic that others might not know about you? Um, I would say during the pandemic that others didn't know about me. I think this, this is a little bit of a tough one. Um, I would say I found a lot of peace in solitude. Um, that one is a little bit different. I know a lot of people struggled with it in pandemic, but I did as well. But looking back on it, um, I went on a lot of walks. Um, and just really believe um, that that solitude can be a really, really good thing for everyone. Um, I, so Yeah, I'm on that same wavelength because I, so like I had just had my son, he's maybe a year old at that point when the pandemic started and I would go on walks every day because I was teaching virtually and then I'm like, okay, I need to go walk around the block with him. And yeah. it was nice to just, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, one of my, just favorite things in life in general is like having dogs. Um, oh. and I'm, I'm a big dog guy. Um, and at the time, my, my lab at the time was, his name was Kuna. He's since passed away, but looking back, like that time was so valuable. He had cancer in the middle of the pandemic. We didn't know how long he'd be with us, but he was with us through the full of it. Um, I don't, I can't really say if the pa- pandemic is over. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, it's like, it, I just found so much peace there, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad that you got to spend, you know, the last time that you did have with your dog, just going on yeah. those walks. Yeah, I still have two. I have 
Nugget, my corgi, and then we have a, a Vigilant named Enzo, um, and he is quite a handful. <laughs> um, and then what is your favorite quote? Um, Perpetual Optimism is a Force Multiplier by Colin Powell. Oh, I've seen that one. That's a great, love it. That is awesome. Yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite quote. Perfect. So um, for the 402 that's listening, where are you based out of and where do you mostly invest? Um, I am based out of Midland, Texas, um, and we have pivoted all of our investment um, direction to Midland, um, but we've also invested quite a bit in Houston. Perfecto. So with that being said, tell us, Hunter, what was your first deal in real estate? So first deal was a just a three by two residential property that we flipped so like one of the things i love about our first deal was it just it wasn't insane right like a lot of people do three by two flips across the country as their first deal and i think that's great um it was in houston um southeast houston um in uh in seabrook texas um might as well be houston though um and so um, we, Travis and I, who's my business partner, um, we do everything together. Um, and uh, we actually met just through um, doing debate in high school and being in just like overlapping circles digitally. We actually had not met in person um, before doing our first deal, which is crazy. Wow. But, yeah. yeah so like we, um, we both did debate in high school. He's a little bit older than me. He um, is the CEO of a travel blog called 10X Travel. And so um, I, I am a part of that blog, that website and travel hack. And uh, so we just like got to talking um, about, you know, what we want out of the future and like life in general. And we both were super interested in real estate. Um, and we both also saw a lot of value in like having a partner um, just generally, um, in that first investment and kind of all of our investments now. And so we put that together and then we just kind of started like scouring the internet, but also like spending a lot of time together learning um, and knowing like, what did we want? Um, and so first deal was just a three by two residential property that we picked up from a wholesaler. Um, there was a ton of margin on it, we felt, and um, we thought that it was a, uh, it was going to be a good one to meet the goal of not losing money. <laughs> that sounds like, I know it's like, Oh, like your favorite quote is perpetual optimism is a force multiplier and your goal is to not lose money. <laughs> but it was like, we knew that we had potential to make quite a bit of money um, for like our first deal. Um, but it was like, well, if we don't lose money, like we've proved our thesis, right? Like we can do this and do it well. Um, and so we, um, got picked that up from a wholesaler, um, relatively quickly and, um, had to close super fast. It was with a hard money loan at like 11%, um, super expensive, tight, tight timeline. But I had a relationship with, um, a, um, a contractor there that I was super confident in. Um, so, so can we just, before you get to huh? the into the weeds what yeah. what was the purchase price and what was your expected after repair value that you guys would sell for so purchase price was 200 thousand um, uh-huh renovation we had estimated was thirty five thousand. ended up being about 48 
Um, and then um, we ended up selling for, I think it was like 310 or 305, something like that. Um, oh, that's awesome. But man, when you start to account for like sell costs and you also account for how much hard money costs, the margin starts to squeeze real quick. Mm. We ended up walking with like 20 grand um, net profit. Wow. And then you guys split that with each other. It stays in the business. Um, we just left it all in the business. Um, we actually, and the way that we've set up kind of our continual investment is um, there comes a point where we can take 25% of the profits out of the business. And there's another profit taking point where you can take 50, 50 per deal. Then there's another point where, you know, you can take a hundred percent of profits, but um, we haven't reached even the 25% yet. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> no, that's awesome. But it's a path towards progress. And when did you guys yeah. buy this flip? Um, this was, I think this was September of 19. Um, and then and so how we, long was your quote, like renovation period? Um, yeah, actually, I think it was August. And then um, I think we closed in December. Oh, wow. It's fast. So pretty quick. Yeah. And then how long was the reno? Um, I think the reno, I think we closed right at the beginning of September, October, November. Yeah, probably mid-November. I remember um, it being listed like during Thanksgiving holiday because my family's, uh, my wife's family's from Houston and we went to Houston. And uh, I also had not seen the property outside of pictures because Travis was in Houston. I was in Midland. Um, he went and looked at it. We looked at all the pictures and, um, you know, ran everything digitally via Zoom and then uh, I also hadn't seen it um, until I went to Houston when it was listed. Wow. So, guys, Hunter just laid down some real bombs here. Okay. First of all, <laughs> he found a partner. So, like, relate and just listening to you, it sounds like relationships are your forte. Like, you had a, a hard money lender, you had someone in construction that you knew, and then you found your partner and you were able to make this deal come together all while you were doing it remotely, not being there. Yeah. And I will say like, um, I give Travis like so much credit, like he was boots on the ground on that operation. Um, and I kind of played my role in, in other areas. Um, but, um, you know, that's the great thing about having a partner. Like we do, we do get to evaluate opportunities in two different markets and feel like we have presence. Yeah, no, that's great. And so why, Okay, so then you guys did this deal, and then you said that now you're investing mostly in Midland. So why are you transitioning from, you know, if you did pretty well um, in Houston with that initial deal, that you guys are now going to, like, your home base? So we, what we learned was, is we picked up another couple deals from um, wholesalers. Um, and we kind of just got tired of paying wholesale fees. Um, and we felt like we had the acumen to do wholesaling in a way, uh, as a cash funnel, um, and I was um, earlier today, I was talking to somebody about how like wholesaling can be done in a really ethical way. Um, and we thought that we could fit in that space well. Um, and so ultimately we're actually closing middle of January, um, a, a property, um, our last property in Houston, which is just a wholesale. We bought it, um, for like 200 appraised for three and the tenant ended up wanting to buy it so we're liquidating that property in houston the reason why we're pivoting to midland is because we have a we feel like we have much more of a niche ability 
to fit here as wholesalers, but we're going to wholesale properties that, you know, we think we don't want to keep. Um, but we can still get a decent wholesale fee for somebody that has a different investment thesis. Like, you know, our hurdle might look a little bit different um, or our what we want out of ROI might look different. They may just want a property with 30000 in equity in it and we just want a $10,000 wholesale fee. Um, but they're not having to, you know, they're getting like a little bit of margin from the get go um, mm -hmm. just for like a conventional rental um, as to where we might be looking at like higher margin burrs or um, a, a bigger flip or something like that, you know? So that's why I pivoted in Midland. We just felt like it's not as, not as saturated with a bunch of wholesalers. Um, and we're doing things like a little bit different, um, to where we just think we'll have a little bit of a niche. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, um, so, I don't know. I just feel like you are a networker, like you connect people and then get deals done. Well, you know, I would like to think of myself that way. Um, I do. I, I do really enjoy talking with people. Um, mm -hmm. I um, just like being around others. Um, and uh, that's why I guess I got my start out of college, just, um, you know, working in a role that's a lot of like, talking to other people from other companies and stuff like that. Um, but I, I definitely also think that I have a long way to go in terms of networking. Like I will say this, like when Matt started like tagging me and stuff and like letting mm -hmm. me interact on LinkedIn, you know, I was like, man, like, you know, we have this company page set up and all this different stuff. I kind of like own this and just mm. like go all in. Like that's another mindset thing too, you know, like yeah. own, own who you are own your strategy and like what you're doing and sometimes that can be a little bit intimidating like i know it was for me and like or like investing a bunch of money just into like business systems mm -hmm. like not really knowing where they're where that roi is going to come from but kind of knowing like that's a different type of investing instead of just like you know deal to deal yeah Next for time. sure um and I can relate to that and maybe we'll talk a little bit more offline about that. Uh, but if you, what is like one thing that, you know, if you could start over or like one recommendation that you could give to the listeners out there? Um, I would say um, if I could like, if I could start over, I would say start sooner. Like don't, don't wait. Like if you, if you feel like you need a partner or you need somebody to mentor you, like just start like talking to as many people in the space as you can. Like the biggest thing I would say is, is that people want to work with people that want to learn and they don't act like they know everything, but they're anxious to perform well and do like, do what they can, you know, um, and try new things along the way. Um, I mean, I had never looked at a scope of work before our first flip. And like, you know, here, that you is are. What, here I am like, that is yeah. what it is like four, four or five deals later. Um, so, um, you know, just like start, like if you think, oh, I need to wait for this or I need to wait for like, this is what the world needs to look like. Right. Like, nah, like go do it, like make it happen financially. Of course, if you need to make some money, I get that. Um, but there's never a perfect deal also. 
Yeah, 100%. Well, thanks so much, Hunter, for being on the show. I really appreciate your time um, and having you on. Absolutely. Thank you for listening or watching The First Deal Show. I'm excited for you to buy your first investment property. If this show has helped you in any way, I ask that you share it with someone. 